0: If Caitlin goes in and files for her Social Security benefit and I'm of age, I'm full retirement age, I'm 66, I can go and file a restricted application and receive 50% of her benefits. So I'm only getting half or a portion of her benefit, and I'm not touching mine.
1: It's time to retire with confidence. Welcome to Unlocking Your Financial Future with Financial Advisor Ben Schrock.
2: Thanks for joining us on another edition of Unlocking Your Financial Future. Ben George here alongside Ben Schrock. Ben, holiday season, how's it going around your household? Not too bad, getting all the Christmas shopping finalized, and uh, I hope this airs before Christmas. So that means I'm not a tardy shopper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, either way, we, uh, you know, this might air right after Christmas, right around Christmas time. But either way, we hope you all have. A happy holiday season. I know it's crazy that the year is already wrapping up. Uh, It's been another quick one. It just seems like every year it's like this. It just seems faster and faster and faster.
0: Yeah, for sure. And everyone always told me, all my clients, family, friends said, once you have kids, time even goes faster. And I I always kind of rolled my eyes. But man, I'm telling you,
2: it, it flies by. It's like simultaneously the slowest day each day, like as you're trying to battle each individual battle. But then like as you look at it, the big picture, all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's been three weeks, five weeks. It's been a month. You know, it just adds up so fast. It's crazy. For sure. Uh, Today we are continuing our series on Social Security Misunderstandings. We've already had two episodes on this. So if you've missed either one of them, make sure you go to Apple Podcasts, find the previous episodes, subscribe while you're there. But the first misunderstanding was Social Security is going broke. We talked about that one. And then last episode, it was about when to start Social Security, whether you start as early as possible or whether you delay as long as possible. Both of those are misunderstandings, and it's unique to every individual. And today, we're talking about the misunderstanding that the Social Security Administration can help you choose the best claiming strategy for yourself. We'll talk about that misunderstanding. Plus, stay tuned a little bit later. We'll get to know... Ben, uh, just a little bit more outside of finance. We'll have a question for him to answer, so uh, stay tuned for that question as well. So let's dive into it again. If you don't know Ben, Ben is the owner and financial advisor at B.A. Schrock Financial Group. The good thing about this subject is it's something that Ben deals with quite a bit. and something he's very passionate about, Social Security. He's NSSA accredited, got plenty of resources on his website. So if you want anything else beyond what we're talking about today, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We might have it there, but also check him out online at bashrock-fg.com. So today's misunderstanding, as I mentioned, the Social Security Administration can help you choose the best claiming strategy for yourself. And I look at that and I hear best claiming strategy. I'm assuming that's where the misunderstanding is, Correct.
0: Yeah, I would say definitely there, and I don't know if I'd say can help you or they can help you. <laughs> okay. They can help identify it. Okay, so they can't help you actually choose it. So they, they can definitely bring it to your your I guess awareness and make you aware of that, but ne- not necessarily helping you do it. So um, and again, not to discredit anyone at Social Security, I think they do a fantastic job of helping individuals. It just, there's a lot more that goes into it, Ben, than just making them aware of it. So again, presenting it to someone to say, okay, I go into the office and and I sit down with an individual uh, at Social Security and they they help me, they make me aware of my situation um, and say, hey, you might think about doing it this way because you're able to get a little bit more. And that sounds great, you know, and it might make a lot of sense, but if we actually put pen to paper and we actually look at the plan behind the scenes and look at the taxable implications, is it really what's best for them? So again, I, I think that's part one of it. And then obviously part two is all the claiming strategies you're, that we're talking about. So there's a lot of different strategies. There's a lot of rule changes that happened recently too that that kind of do away with um, some of those. But again, it, it's all going to depend on who you're sitting across from, unfortunately, at the office. You might have someone that's very, very knowledgeable about Medicare and not so much knowledgeable about Social Security or someone that really knows what they're doing within the social security plan um, that can help you. So again, I've run across a lot of good individuals over there at the, our local office that do a great job of helping
2: people find that. So if you are someone that is about to sign up or in that process or getting close um, and you don't work with an advisor, let's say, and you're just kind of listening to those podcasts to get information and, and to educate yourself, what will the administration actually do for you? If you go in there and say, Hey, I want to sign up, Will they actually walk you through the entire process and get you signed up or will they hand you a bunch of forms and send you on your way?
0: A lot of times, uh, that's a loaded question. (laughs) Um, Because a lot of times I go with clients to the office, some that are really, really skittish or they might have a little bit more complex plan with a, a divorced spouse that has passed away and they're not remarried. There's a lot of things that can complicate the situation. So they're a little bit timid of going in on their own. But um, I've been in situations where I've gone in the office and they said, well, we can't help you today. Uh, I can answer your question. And that's what they did. They printed off a ledger, answered a question and uh, said, I cannot help you file today. You have to do it on your own. And off we went. So um, it isn't as simple as, hey, I'm going to go in today, file today. And and it doesn't always work that way. But when you do go in there, they're going to answer your questions. They they might find out a little bit more about your situation. If you are married, widowed, divorced, um, that's going to uncover a lot of those other options or a lot of other strategies that you can uh, utilize. And then if you do, or you are fortunate enough to actually file on the same day, which again, I've, I've been able to do that a couple times too. They will simply walk you down the hall a little bit to a computer and you'll sit in front of it and they'll, you'll enter in all the information basically as if you were doing it at home. But if you run across a, a question you can't answer, you need help, you ring a bell and they're there for you to help. So again, it can be a little bit intimidating to do that, but they are always there to help you if you uh, go and file online
2: there. I got you. Okay. Just wanted to kind of get a little bit of clarification, although I guess it's different within whoever you sit down with is always going to be a different process. So yeah, it's that's crazy. Good to know. Um, so we talked about strategies and, and that's part of the misunderstanding here. So what are some of the, the key strategies that you consider with your clients when they're trying to work through social security and the benefits?
0: Yeah. So one of my favorite strategies, which by chance is actually kind of running its course in, in uh the recent law change in the bipartisan budget act of 2015 kind of canceled it out. and uh, But basically what happens is if anyone that was 62 as of January 1st, 2016. So again, I'll repeat that date. You had to have been 62 as of January 1st, 2016. You can do something called filing a restricted application for spousal benefits only. So what that means is if I'm married and my spouse and I, we both meet that age requirement or one of us meets that age requirement, doesn't matter. If Caitlin goes in and files for her social security benefit and I'm of age, I'm full retirement age, I'm 66, I can go and file a restricted application and receive 50% of her benefit, and collect that as long as I want. The key being I'm receiving a spousal benefit. So I'm only getting half or a portion of her benefit and I'm not touching mine. So I'm delaying my benefit, and each year that I delay it, they give me a credit of 8%. So that increases by 8% per year all the way out to age 70. And if I want to at age 70, I walk right back into Social Security and electively turn on my Social Security benefit, which is then maximized. So I've increased mine by 32% at that point in time. So it's a really, really cool strategy that you can still get income in the door from both sources and also maximize one as well.
2: Okay, that's very good to know. Great information. Um, When you have somebody come in and you talked about how you help them out, just kind of walk me through that process. If I if I had to say, okay, I'm getting close to wanting to claim, um, and I want to come into your office in Wadsworth and get help going through that process, what what does that look like for you and your team?
0: Yeah, so upon us completing our analysis and and finding out more about them and building that plan for them and saying, okay, once once we know the full picture, the taxes, income, all that good stuff that we're doing. We're then going to look at it and the timing of Social Security and say, okay, we want to turn Social Security on at this date. And if they want to, we bring a computer in and we can have them file right there in our office with us and we can sit right by their side and help them through that process. So uh, we try to make it as stress-free and as easy of a, of a process that we can. We've done a lot, helped a lot of clients with those applications and uh, help them do that. So again, we, we always offer that up for them if they want to or take us up on that.
2: I got you. And I think another thing to consider with this misunderstanding is – you know, everybody's different, right? So Social Security Administration will try to help you to the best of their knowledge, but they're never going to have a complete look at your picture, at your portfolio, your plan to really be able to help you out like, say, you could do and your team could do when, when going through this process.
0: Absolutely. And, and again, nothing against them. They also don't have the licenses to give investment advice. Right. Just like we're not, you know, accountants. We, we claim it. We're not attorneys. We're not accountants. We don't give legal or tax advice. But we know enough um, in those areas, it, but we are investment advisors, so we give investment advice. And we give advice on on the whole plan. So again, they don't carry those licenses to give that that information so they won't ever see that full picture or be able to see that full picture because they can't, unfortunately. So I'm, I'm not, again, not discrediting what they can or can't do, but it's something that it's more of a legal issue.
2: Yeah, it makes sense. So if you need help with your social security benefits and talking through this topic and whatever questions you have beyond what we talked about on this part three of our series, make sure you reach out to Ben and the BA Schrock Financial Group, BA Schrock, Dash -fg.com. They're also on Facebook. Also can call them at 330-473-1060. A lot of resources on their website for dealing with social security beyond this podcast. But remember also our first two episodes are on Apple Podcasts of this series that you can go and download and listen to as well and you can subscribe. We have one more part to consider and that's a big one. It's about taxes. So you'll want to be able to tune in and listen to that one as well. That'll be coming up next. So before we wrap this one up, let's uh, let's get to know Ben a little bit better. It's getting to know you time. Hey, yeah, yeah. It is getting to know Ben. and We always try to get outside of finance a little bit. We, we know about Ben and his family a little bit, but we want to find out a little bit more about Ben himself. And here is the question for this episode. What is the furthest you've ever been from home?
0: Well, the furthest I, I, I've i ever been was probably on our honeymoon. I'm not really good in mileage, I guess, or geography, but that's more my, my brother and my it. dad. Exactly. <laughs> but I would say just from pure flight time, I know Hawaii was our furthest away from uh, home. So Caitlin and I went there for our honeymoon. We spent uh, two days in Honolulu and did the Waikiki Beach and um, saw Pearl Harbor and did that whole thing, which was fantastic and and really an amazing sight. And then we went and spent the next week in Maui, which is an awesome place as well. So Hawaii was a grueling—I think it was like ten-hour flight, so it was tough both ways, but totally worth it. So yeah, I'd say Hawaii is our furthest. Would you guys ever go back? I would, I would. I always joke with her. I said, I don't know if I could sit and coach, though. <laughs> yeah, <upgrade laughs> I'm a little bit. We're both. I'm six two. Caitlin's six foot, so we're tall. And, and man, it just was so long, <laughs> and and the anticipation going down was great. It felt like the time flew by, but coming home was a drag. So it was definitely worth it. And yeah, we we definitely go back. Maybe one day bring the kids with us.
2: Where'd that flight connect through going out there? Was it we L.A. Went, or was it?
0: We went through L.A. A okay. lot of them. We we kind of picked it, and and uh, a lot of them went to like San Francisco, some Houston, one went to, from Chicago, which Ooh. was like uh, no way I can I can sit in a plane that long, but um yeah, so it was a tough flight, but we managed it and had a great time. But so if you haven't been, I would highly encourage.
2: I have not, but it's on my list of places to visit. So hopefully yeah. we can put that on our list at some point. So that's cool. Well, thank you, Ben, for letting us uh, know about that as well. Yep. So let's go ahead and wrap up this episode of Unlocking Your Financial Future. Remember again. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review while you're there as well. Rate us. Uh, We'd love to have that on there. Or whatever podcasting app you choose to use. uh, We're on very, very many. I can't list them all out here. But all the major ones, all the big ones, if you've probably heard of it, this podcast is probably on it. So check it out and uh, subscribe wherever you listen to. Our next part of the Social Security Misunderstandings will be our final episode next episode. So we'll be talking about that next. It's all about taxes. So you'll want to tune in. There's a lot of important information to consider. So, Ben, thanks for your time on this topic once again. uh, We will talk to you soon. Absolutely. That'll do it for us here on Unlocking Your Financial Future.
1: Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM. AEWM and BA Schrock Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. BA Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing company. BA Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with a U.S. government or any government agency. This show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to Meet the particular needs of an individual situation.